Hey everyone and welcome to this week's Meta Era Nerd Weekly Recap. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host Rico and with me is my co-host, the diva, Devonair, the sensational sensei, the handsome husky. How we doing, Marcus? Doing all right. The handsome husky. There's always a new one and I smile every time. I never know what to think whenever you say those. <laughs> but they're a lot of fun, nonetheless. But no, I'm doing good. Been a long week. Uh, work, like always, just just kind of gets you. And I never re- realized how tired I am, you know, until the day's over. Like, my last period of go, and I'll sit there and I'll just be like, man. Like, I'm proud of myself every day, every time I finish up with the day of work, because... <laughs> I teach the same thing like six times a day and I speak and do all these things and but it, you know but you know besides the point I'm doing all right can't complain always looking forward to another week of just entertainment football anime tv video games all that amazing stuff in our lives and stuff and uh, we did have a tone direct this week super excited about that and I can't wait to talk about that but of course we'll go through the categories like we always do and I'll hold my enthusiasm until we get there <laughs> Yeah. Right. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. The same, man. Just, you know, taking it taking it day by day as, you know, we have to and just enjoying everything that's out. You know, we have some good games out. We got some good news this week. As you mentioned, not only did we get a direct, but a Sony state of play. Uh and some some pretty cool and exciting things I think are coming also pretty soon. So I mean, uh before we get into like the normal stuff, I do want to bring up that uh in the NBA this week. They went ahead and passed the uh, rule for resting. I don't know exactly what they're calling it, but it's supposed to curb like the resting of star players. I know since not just you and I, but our group in general is very invested in the NBA. You know, we have our teams, we have our players. Uh, we're super into basketball and stuff. I thought this was like a big deal because in the last couple of years, you know, it started with uh, what was the term that they used like to kind of coin the resting thing? uh um player what was it oh, man load management yes there you go load man load management is what they called it at first so yeah it's just becoming bigger and bigger and then once uh, some of the top teams qualify for the playoffs and that already like teams kind of shut down or if teams are not qualifying you know you have some teams uh what do you call it uh tanking so they can get better picks and stuff like that so uh this this is really interesting and initially what a lot of people were wondering is well what uh what are the rules exactly and what the rules are that there's going to be punishments for star players uh that include national tv games in-season tournaments stuff like that sitting uh multiple star players together and then well that led to the question well what does star player mean and what they kind of, the way they defined it is anyone that has been an all star within the last three years. So of course that leads to you know uh, your team for example you have Anthony Davis you have LeBron James boom they can't rest at the same time uh, and my team too includes Luka Doncic uh, Kyrie Irving they can't rest at the same time you have you know the Warriors you have the uh, all kinds of teams the Bucks uh, that have like that two that tandem that. Uh, go ahead and make it to the all-star game and not just this year, but in the past three, uh, what do you think of this rule? Do you, do you like it? Do you not like it? Is there, is it a little bit of both? Uh, 
I think I like it more than not. Obviously, you know, before you, because us, like, we, we hardly go to basketball games, like, live in person and stuff like that. So, ultimately, when you buy a, a ticket, you want to see your favorite player. You know what I mean? And you buy tickets that way in advance. Like, in our case, we, we would go to, like, San Antonio and go see the Spurs play if we want to see the Lakers and just hope that Kobe plays that that day. You know what I mean? Um, way back, that was the last one I went to. And you kind of just hope. Where in this case, you would, you know, maybe hope out now that there's a little bit more time, I guess, to plan out which game or if it's going to be. Maybe not this season, but like next season and stuff like that. And at this point, you're able to rest players, but still have a star, you know, that the ticket holders can can see. And I think, and obviously that's, the, you know, the main proponent here is, it, it's. I think this role is meant more so for the fans. That's why as a fan, if you want to see your favorite player in person, I think by all means, you know, because a lot of times they lose their money and their tickets and all these things. Like when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George don't play at the same time, it's like, okay, ooh, wow, a Clippers game, big whoop. You know what I mean? And in this case, I think you're able to at least get some something out of it. You, you know, you might not see both of them play, but you'll still be able to see a star player. And and to kind of backtrack, I know you mentioned the Lakers. There is that exemption rule, right? Um, they are exempt. Like LeBron James is actually exempted from this rule because of his age and mm-hmm. his number of minutes in a regular season. And I guess and it's funny because when I read that, I said, "Yeah, he's old." You know what I mean? I, I think if Andre Iguodala doesn't play, LeBron James is the oldest player I think in the league. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, and. People already like, oh, LeBron James, of course he can, of course he can't. But I'm just like, I, I don't, it, he's an anomaly, you know what I mean? LeBron James and the way he's playing is something you don't see where this guy is, again, putting up numbers that are not so far off from his prime. <laughs> so it, it, it kind of got me wondering, I was like, yeah, you know, by all means. And in this case, I think the Lakers... In their case, it's it's a kind of a good thing since LeBron James kind of ex, ex, is exempted from this list, uh, but more so like uh, who are the, who, like the uh, like the Clippers, right? Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. <clears throat> if again, if you rest one, you wouldn't be able to rest the other, so that way, you know, they can at least play. And again, this is not to be com- the same thing as injuries. If they're injured, then you know the ticket people who buy tickets obviously wouldn't be as effective because they'd be able to plan accordingly. But, you know, it's just the load management thing. And, and I think in this case, I think it does more good than bad, especially for the fans. Now, for the players, obviously, you know, I think one of the big things was just injuries and back-to-backs. And, you know, last we want to see is our players get injured. I think in their case, then it's kind of like, okay, you know, you don't want to take games off. But I think it's the coaches will be a little bit more creative now in how they rest their players. And I'm thinking maybe like, okay, today you're only playing 20 minutes. It's a back-to-back. You shouldn't be playing, but we're going to play you, you know, just for X amount of time and and kind of go from there. So I'm actually curious to see how the coaches handle this more so than than just about anybody else. So we'll, we'll see going forward. But I think it's more positive than, than, especially for us fans, more positive than bad. I agree. I agree. I think, uh, I, I think it's for the better. And they do endure a very, very long season. 
but uh, it's not undoable, you know, like back in the day, they used to do it all the time. You didn't have people really rest unless they were like hurt, which I'm not saying, you know, they should play hurt or anything like that. Like you mentioned, it does put a lot of uh, decision making, not just on the coaches and the players, but also like the training staff is going to have to come in big and have a lot of pressure too to make sure that these guys stay healthy and are doing their day to day. The players are going to have to take really take care of themselves, make sure they're in shape. They keep up with their treatments and stuff like that. And uh yeah it's it's gonna be interesting but uh you know at the end of the day like you mentioned the people that go out there and see the games you know they want to go out to see most of the time certain people not just their team but certain you know x guy or or this guy or whatever i remember a couple years ago um it was it was a good couple years ago now uh i don't remember who it was a friend of mine that went to go see the warriors when they came to san antonio and this is when they had kd steph Draymond and Clay, and they went to go see him. Like you mentioned, they bought tickets way ahead. Uh, show up the day, and they're all resting, all four of them. So they didn't see any of them. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's uh, it's good, I think, but they're gonna have to like fine tune it when it comes to like people that actually get injured. And unfortunately, like you mentioned, like there are some teams like uh. The Clippers that have some players that just, for whatever reason, just have something going on with their bodies, like Kawhi or someone that has to have that rest every so often. And then, you know, for the playoffs kind of show up. Same thing with LeBron. You know, he has his rest, not just because of the mileage on his body, but the way he plays, his explosiveness, his age. Uh, you know, you see, you see that crazy LeBron level a little less now than you, we used to, but it's still there. And it's still there because of how he's taking care of himself and the rest and stuff like that. And then come playoff time, you know, it's time to go balls to the wall, you know. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting. But I also agree that it's mostly for, for the best. Uh, and I think uh, it's one of these things that we just got to wait and see, you know, this along with the playing tournament that we're going to be having and stuff like that. Uh, right before this, I also did read that the uh, under these rules with the resting thing, uh, for the first violation, I think teams will be fined a hundred thousand for the first violation, two hundred and fifty thousand for the second violation, and one million more than the previous penalty for each additional violation. I know right before we recorded, I said, "Oh, la madre!" Like that's uh, uh, <laughs> it's when I read that. So that that's pretty huge. A mil for on the third one. I mean, I don't know who's gonna, you know, a hundred k is still a lot, but from a hundred k to two hundred and fifty to a mil. Like that's a mil plus the you know the two fifty, that's uh, that's pretty nuts. Yeah, so they're cracking down on on it obviously. So we'll see we'll see how it goes throughout the year and yeah we'll judge. I'm sure we'll come back to it and judge for ourselves later on down the line when the season starts. Yeah, and this is on top of also them kind of trying to be a little bit more uh, on top of teams uh, kind of tanking and stuff like that for picks and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, some some changes coming to the NBA. But uh, I think uh, I think uh, for the better, personally. I agree. So, all right, so we can get into kind of the the norm of the stuff for the week. Uh, for anime, I didn't have too much. I had uh, two trailers that I saw this week that were actually pretty. I was kind of looking forward to finally got them. Uh, the first one being for Rascal Does Not Dream of a Knapsack Kid, the mm -hmm. movie. Uh, I don't know if you got to catch this trailer, but again, it reminds you just exactly why why you like this uh, series. You know, the art is real nice, very different change of pace from most of the things that we watch. And it is coming December 1st in Japan. 
the second trailer being Undead Unluck, anime scheduled for October 6th. Very gives me very like my hero vibes. And there's something about I don't really know anything about any of the characters yet, but there's something about a team and a group of like people that are different just being <laughs> like we like together em. and stuff like that. Yeah, that that like si- anytime they give us that, like sign both of us up. We're yeah. we're all about that, you know, whether it's the straw hats, the black bulls, uh whoever, right? Karasuno, come on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we have yeah. all the guys, uh Sh- Shohoku for Slam Dunk fans. Anytime there's a team involved and we have just a number of characters that are always just together and just play off each other, we've always enjoyed that. So Yeah, especially when they do a good job of building that background and each character for character, even though, you know, one may one may be like the focal one or two may be the focal point of the show. You know, as long as you give each one like their little do and their backstory and a little bit, a little something here and there, like, you know, it's very easy to find a character for for you, like when you watch these shows. So I'm I'm really excited about both of these. Uh, Undead Unluck, you know, being right around the corner where we're a little under a month. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for those two. Do you uh, do you get to check the the trailers out? I, I haven't checked out the trailers. I've seen just the character visuals and the visuals that they come out with. Um, I usually just wait, and again, I I can't know more or less already. Not what's going to happen, but I guess the overall plot line of what the focus is by this point. Um, the what is it? The spring, not spring. The summer season's already almost coming to a close. Keep in mind, it will be done. Roughly in about oh, two weeks, come October, first week of October, that's when the fall season will start. So if there's anything anybody's looking forward to for that fall season, you can just kind of Google fall schedule for anime and you'll find exactly what's going to be coming out during those times. There's all kinds of stuff and there's all kinds of stuff already showing that's going to come out. Um, I did read that, I don't know if you're familiar with Burn the Witch is getting another anime, but I think this is more of a prequel. If you're not, if you're not familiar with Burn the Witch, that is the... I guess it was the UK counterpart to the the Soul Society from Bleach. So I know all the Bleach fans out there. It's an extra little helping of Bleach universe. So awesome for them. But other than that, that's about it. It's about it for me. Yeah, yeah, nothing, no, nothing too crazy. We are all. I, I know the hype is also starting to build again for uh, Attack on Titan final season part three. What it's called? Come on, it's 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 final season part two, part one, two, isn't it? Or part three, part two? It's a, it's some crazy. What's the actual name? Uh, let's it's, see. It's Attack on Time, the final season, time, part, the final three, season part, part three, part two. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were missing. You're, so you're missing something. Yeah, I, I was missing the part two. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it says. It is the final season, part three, part two. Uh, that to release on November fourth. I think we went over that last week, right? Just kind of a little reminder. Was it last week? Yeah, and it is. A, it is the end. So this Hopefully. is it. This is I mean, supposed to be the last one, <laughs> unless we're gonna, unless they're gonna make a movie or something. No, but we, Attack on Titan, the final season, right part now, three, part three, the ending, final series, and whatever. Finale. In terms of in terms of anime, <laughs> this is supposed to be the end, as far as we know right now. It's it's expected to end mm-hmm. uh, this go around. So unless they decide to surprise us with a movie, I don't really see them extending it anymore. I think this is it. Uh, me personally, I don't know. Maybe. I agree. I, I agree. So we'll, we'll we'll have to see what happens there. But uh, yeah, anime anime's been good. Uh, I know the Zom Zom is that back already? Zom one hundred, yeah, I believe it is. It episode. I think it's on episode eight, and I kind of looked at saw that somewhere. Um, scheduled for tomorrow. If you're a 
Zom, if you're watching Zom. And again, all of these I'm going to get to whenever I'm done with One Piece, hopefully soon in the next few months. And then again, not that it's bad. No, no, of course not. You know, everybody goes through their little arcs, if you will. So, uh, yeah, you're just continuing that One Piece arc, and you'll get back to, you know, catching everything pretty soon, I'm sure. Uh, It's funny that you mentioned One Piece, because we're going to kick off film with One Piece. Uh, Live action series, season two officially announced. We kind of already had an idea this was coming. Uh, We were just waiting for Netflix Netflix to try and crunch their numbers uh, to see exactly... How quickly they were going to announce this, how quickly uh, we were going to get, you know, all this press and everything because of, uh, I, I, you know, the rumor was they were looking at retention and stuff like that for how many people actually, uh, how many people finished the whole series, what the thoughts were, people's reactions, you know. Uh, last week, I think we had said that they had finished writing the script already for season two. They were just going to make sure they signed everything uh, with actors and everything, uh, cast, crew, whatever. So, I mean, it's it, it's on. And uh, the other things that I've been seeing around is that they're hoping for between six to 12 seasons. So, you know, six feels like a lot. 12 is like whoa that's, that's very ambitious that's 10 uh, years dude has to so, be yeah i, I think yeah i think i think maybe six to six seven anywhere like i i don't see 12 happening i could see like eight maybe uh yeah you know really. just because just because of the actors and you know they're relatively young because of this they're like with other shows that are hits like their their careers are going to expand, blow up, all that kind of stuff, and then they're going to be, you know, uh, offered all these jobs, and you know, it's it gets hard to uh, to keep up with this when when you have so many other things going on. Uh, we'll see, though. I mean, I would love that, but uh, I- I'm excited that it's coming and that they announced it so quickly. Yeah, what there's. Oh man, there's. I don't even know where to begin. There is a lot, and I know, like, let me let me just, just start off with the last thing you mentioned was as far as, like, the seasons and stuff like that. Um, I think they're going 12. They mentioned 12 because a number of sagas. Now, this is very, very similar to, um, obviously, you have the sagas, and then you have the arcs within, within the saga. Basically, season one covered just all about East Blue Saga, which com- encompasses six arcs of the actual anime, which is a lot. So in this case, they did they did tease Smoker there at the end of season one. For those of you who don't know, he's one of the characters coming up um, in in season two, and I I think eight's a good number uh, if if I were to say because there are some sagas that even then aren't very long and they can kind of wrap up in two episodes or so. I'm thinking of like Skypea and Thriller Bark and some other ones like that. But Al- this one should cover Alabasta, which is the next big part, which is going to be like. Uh, lodge, uh, a lodge town and then going into crocodile and baroque works and all these other people but they could even also probably kind of take out skypea if they wanted to in a few episodes uh season one was what eight episodes right was it eight eight mm-hmm. so who's to say that they don't go to 10 episodes cover a couple of more i think six i think it's minimum because i think they have an, adi- uh, an idea about six but if they wanted to at least flesh out some of the things i think eight's also a realistic number so we'll see. But as far as going back to, you know, what to expect from season two, there's a lot of fan favorites coming out for season two. For those of you who know them, for those of you who don't know them, there's some characters are going to be introduced uh, to the Straw Hats. There's characters that are going to be introduced to um, just the overall story. They're going to be very, very important. I know 
crocodile um, miss all Sunday for the you know for those of you uh, who know don't want to ruin anything there in case people haven't ruined uh, uh, read it or seen it. Uh, you have Porcus DAs VV um, 2020 Chopper. Uh, so there's gonna be a lot of them. Bonclay, who's who's a fan favorite. So there's gonna be a lot of them coming out. It's gonna be exciting. Can't wait. And yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be as good as season one. And I think we said, right, where usually the production for some of these things kind of increases as the seasons go. So hopefully we will be met with some more cool sets and costumes and effects. And it's going to be exciting for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, was super enjoyable for me, you know, being the new fan. Uh, it seemed like you and Andrew also, you know, the 50%er and the 100%er also really enjoyed it. And it feels like that's kind of the sentiment from most people that are, you know, all around, like me, from noob to Andrew, the, you know, the kind of uh, pro of One Piece, the more knowledgeable person. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. And I hope it just continues, you know, to the moon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I had for film this week is uh, kind of an interesting one because there. I'll just I'll I'll just uh, explain. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom trailer. We got it this week. It's going to be dropping December twentieth. I'm a huge Jason Momoa fan, and I actually really really enjoyed the very first Aquaman movie. Now I know there's that blowback that kind of came. Uh, what was it? La- was it last year? Or was it early this year? With uh, with Amber exactly. Heard and Johnny yeah. Depp and all that. I believe it was last year. Yeah, last year. So, um, I mean, I'm curious to see what uh, if that is gonna like stay. The if that like backlash is gonna stay with this film because like visually, it looks awesome. And like I said, I love Jason Momoa. I I love the first movie. Uh, it they're 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 going crazy with the visuals. I don't know if you saw the the, the oh, trailer. I saw, I saw the trailer. Yeah. Uh, and of note, I think Amber Heard only came out once <laughs> and people in the comments were saying like, Oh, they only show her for like three seconds. Hopefully that's what they show her in the movie, how long they show her in the, in the movie or whatever. So there still are people that are kind of going to protest, uh, because she's in the film, but, uh, yeah, this is one that I'm going to keep my eye on just to, to see like, what's going to win out the excitement for this movie or you know or the, the disdain for Amber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or maybe she has a lot more fans now that she's doing cosplays. <laughs> yeah. True, true. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean uh, I'm ex- I'm I'm excited for this movie nonetheless and I'm I'm going to check it out when I do check it out as as uh as far as going to theaters to watch it. I don't I, I'm not sure, but or I might wait for it to to drop on HBO or something like that, but uh, I I'm I'm excited for it nonetheless. Now, gaming. Big week for gaming news. Uh, before I get into like the big stuff, I will just say this week uh, Pokemon DLC did come out, the Teal Mask. Uh, I think it's been pretty fun. The storytelling is, is nice. The characters are really cool. Um, I, I finished the, the campaign already. But I need like a little side story. There's a secondary like little side story that you can do. And that's what I'm working on right now. I've kind of tried to take my time. I'm trying to do the Pokedex and hunt and stuff like that. And kind of just uh, explore the terrain, the mountains, the other areas and stuff like that. So um, I'm, I'm trying to take my time because, you know, Pokemon is my game. And I don't want to rush it or whatever. And just kind of be sit there, sit there after a couple hours and be like, well, what do I do now? You know? Mm-hmm. 
uh, I've always been, and I know you're kind of in the same boat with your with your favorite games, where you want to enjoy them and you want to go and take your time and stuff like that. So, uh, the only other thing I will mention about Pokemon is I think today is the very last day to get Mewtwo. So, uh, uh, I mean, if you're listening to this, it's probably already Monday and it's probably already too late. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Have did you get your Mewtwo already, or do you want your Mewtwo? I have not, and again, it's just I haven't gone back and played it. I did buy the DLC, and I just I've been super into Zelda. Again, there was like a week where I didn't play, and and I picked it up again. You know what? Five days ago, and I've been playing like two hours a day, and today I I was playing all morning and stuff. So I've been playing a lot of last night. I played after we got off. I played till about three in the morning, and I I just been playing Zelda, man. So that that's what I'm on right now. Yeah, yeah, I I've seen that you've been on that, so that's that's been pretty cool. That uh, one night, like uh, I don't think we, I did we get off early or something like that one night, or or maybe we didn't play at all with each other. But uh, you know, I was on Pokemon, you were on Zelda. I was like, man, perfect, like us with our games. What a time! <laughs> uh, Always a good time. Yeah, I will get. I will move us into the Sony State of Play first. Uh, did you check this out? Did you watch it? I kind of saw the highlights and stuff like that, but I didn't watch it like I did the direct. I, I saw it. <laughs> I'm laughing because I wish I had it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. Okay. And it was, it wasn't very long. And there was really nothing of note that, that kind of stuck out to me uh, off the top of my head. Anyways, I'm trying to remember exactly which, 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 um, games. And, that they had. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe if I start going into some of mine, you'll remember some of yours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not one that I'm going to play, but, uh, there was a deep look at like Spider-Man two and like what the map is going to be like and stuff like that. I know there's been a lot of people posting and a lot of stuff on, on uh, Twitter slash X, uh, Instagram, everywhere you find news, there's a lot of stuff about Spider-Man and the new map. Some of the new looks, characters, stuff like that. So uh, just a lot of Spider-Man kind of seemed like it was the big thing, this one. Uh, there was some Final Fantasy news, I think. Um, didn't really appeal to me. Uh, Resident Evil 4, Separate Ways DLC coming September 21st, which is going to be heavily about like Ada Wong and her story. Uh, again, just DLC to something we already have. And um, the other thing of note to me was uh, the Deep Earth Collection is what they're calling it, which is going to be metallic red, blue, and silver finishes to um, the PS5. And it's the the controller's called the DualSense, right? Yes. Yeah, other than that, like there was some other things here and there, but nothing huge. But they also didn't market it as a huge thing either. Yeah, they did say uh, indie and third-party games. Yeah, so, I mean, those were the things for me. You know, Spider-Man looks cool. Again, I, I don't have a PlayStation, so not, not something I'm going to play until it comes to PC, possibly. Uh, Resident Evil, something I like to play. Uh, didn't Haven't picked up 4. I don't think any of the group picked up Part 4. Uh, just a lot of other stuff going on at the time, other games. And then just, uh, you know, if, if you like to customize the look of your of your hardware and stuff like that. I mean, it's pretty cool. You get those different finishes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and like you mentioned, and <laughs> not to, not to say that, Oh, I wish I hadn't seen it just because I did try to try my best to kind of see it while I was at work. And again, uh, it was already stuff that we knew was going to come out that was, that was going to come out. And again, it was, it was presented as indies and third parties. 
it was maybe like two indies, maybe one, and I was just kind of okay, and I I enjoy indies. It, it wasn't a great state of play. I mean, they, they never really are. Even the one where they announced Gear, uh, God of War at the end, it was just God of War at the end. And this one had, did have Spider-Man, which I will play Spider-Man, and, but it did have a lot of extra stuff that was already out. Final Fantasy VII, like you mentioned. Uh, Resident Evil, like you, like you also mentioned. I think the, the Avatar um, PlayStations, like you had mentioned. And the only really other big one for me was probably just the expansion for Tales of Arise. Never, not never, right? But Tales of Arise, the Tales series has always been a little... But underground, I get not underground. It, it's, it hasn't it hasn't been as mainstream. It just mainstreamed out maybe this year, you know. And I still wouldn't even call it mainstream because a lot of, not a lot of people are getting their hands on it, you know. Especially with made by Bandai, but it is getting expansion, so it is starting to to do that middle ground between really breaking into the into the into the mold of those AAA mainstream games uh, with this expansion. But other than that, again nothing too crazy for me i'm gonna play these things i'm gonna play this stuff hopefully eventually uh but just yeah nothing nothing too big for me especially vr they're, they're sticking with vr but I, I don't do vr at all so yeah. yeah so i mean again and it it was tough also that they decided to do this around the same time as the nintendo direct you know, because the direct, very much different, very exciting. A lot of, you know, there was rumors. People were talking about this, that, and the other. And of course, <laughs> I mean, there was there was some some nice surprises here. Uh, you know, we talked last week about the rumors about some kind of Donkey Kong game, an F Zero game, uh, and those ended up being true to an extent. Uh, but I mean, let's be honest. We're all super excited that they finally announced that uh, Trombone Champ is finally coming to the Switch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else do you need? Sorry, it, Sony, you lost the day of announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that. I said, "Huh? What the? I said, what the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I know it was. Uh, it was kind of like a meme, popular game on uh, on Steam for a while, and uh, well, it's now coming to Switch. Be able to play with your friends and stuff. That's mm -hmm. that, that, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Trombone Switch. Yeah, I saw that. I said, "Oh my god." That was that was pretty interesting. I'm um, I'm sure I'm sure you'll probably have a little bit more to say about some of these games than I will. So I'll just go into some of the the two things kind of that to me Only uh, two? to to me stood out. Yeah, two uh, <sighs> kind of stood out above the rest for me. Uh, first one being uh, Battle Crush. Battle Crush was is kind of like going to be a multiplayer. I don't I don't remember if it said it was like a BR type game or what it was exactly. But I remember. Let me let me let me look up the the trailer again but it, it's going to be one of those games that right away i was like wow this is something we can all play together and that's always like when we kind of have the best time it was like a map where you have your character uh it looks not what's the style of like a league game like a arena a yeah like a moba basically like like a moba type game and i thought oh this would be pretty cool to play with the guys you know you have your melee characters some that have a little bit more range and stuff like that so this one, uh, I had never seen anything of it before, uh, so I'm I'm pretty excited to give this one a go. Uh, the other one was actually one that I'm sure you're you can kind of piggyback off this a little bit more because as I was watching it, I was like, "Whoa, Marcus must be dying right now," which was Princess Peach Showtime. I hey, thought, dude. "Holy crap, this game is going hard!" And like. I mean, for all those people that have been Peach fans for a long time and have always wanted her to have half her own game, it looks like they're doing her justice, man. Like, not just her, but her forms and 
you know, the Outfit, whole, the, the, yeah, yeah, and the whole play on like the the show or wh- whatever it is, the stage play or whatever it is, it's supposed to be that she's taking part in. Like, it, it just looks awesome. It looks awesome. What do you think of uh, Princess Peach Showtime? I really enjoyed the trailer. I enjoyed the costumes. And we always said that Peach needed to be that because she was a damsel for a long time. And she never really was able to kind of get her spotlight in showing us just what she was capable of. And then they started introducing her with Mario. She was a playable character way back when. I think it was in the Wii or Wii U. She started being a playable character. But she never really kind of got her own series, which is strange. Luigi did. Uh, Luigi had uh, Luigi's Mansion where he's able to stay too with the ghost powers and stuff like that. And of course, Mario. But Peach being the, you know, third character, even, you know, I guess aside from Bowser, but even Bowser was in the spotlight with Bowser's Inside Store where he played as Bowser. But Peach never really got her, her limelight. But so I'm really glad not only did they give her a limelight, but they said to hell with everybody else. And just really made a standalone title for Peach. So I was super excited about that. The outfits look great. The powers look great. I, I'm hoping it's more like like the mission type thing. I did notice that it seemed to be 2D platformer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what I initially saw from the trailer. So we'll see. Maybe there might be some other kind of mechanic going on there. But, you know, just they did a really good job of it's not just like power-ups. No, they gave her costumes to exemplify these power ups. So they, they, you can tell they really went above and beyond as far as the art direction for this and the character designs for her. Yeah. On, on, on this game, and I, it, to me, it's, a, it's gonna be a must buy. I will play it. You know, it looks fun first and foremost. It looks like a ton of fun. So I'm excited, and and that one was actually one of the ones where obviously I was gonna highlight also. So I'm glad you did. Yeah, I I don't know, like that one just looked cool, and it's like, wow, am I really gonna buy a Peach game? Like, I don't play too much Mario, but this game, I don't know, it it, it was cool, it was really cool, and I, I my my thought the whole time is, dude, Marcus is dying right now, like he needs this game now. <laughs> Straight up, to be honest with you, dude, I was I really enjoyed this Nintendo Direct, and I had no expectations when they came out. Remember last week I mentioned about F Zero and Donkey Kong and and those things. I kind of figured. They were. It wasn't going to be anything too, too crazy with those. And I, of course, I'm expecting a full blown F Zero game, and I would, I would love a Donkey Kong 64 Part Two type thing. But I kind of, when, when those reports, oh, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be those. I don't even remember them. Even really, the last announcement bit never really even. Be, to back to backtrack a little bit, if they were to announce an F Zero game, it'd either be the first announcement or the last announcement. If it were going to be a Donkey Kong game, it'd be the first announcement or the last announcement. And I cannot remember off the top of my head when the leakers have actually gotten those first announcements and last announcements correctly. I think the last one was actually Xenoblade Three off the top of my head, the, the one where they called right. So when they when they were able to leak these two, and I said no, you know, I don't, and that's because later on they said no, it's not going to be anything too big and. Not that my expectations were tempered because I never really had these big expectations to begin with, but I was blown away by the whole Nintendo Direct. I, even the stuff I'm not going to play, I, I always appreciate just like, damn, that looks fun. Damn, that looks fun. Damn, that looks fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, was there, was a, there was a lot of good stuff. I thought, uh, you know, as, as per the rumors, there was, like you mentioned, uh, F-Zero and a DK game. The DK game being Mario versus DK. Which came out, and uh, I I kind of read that spoiler the day before. Uh, you know there was rumors the DK the DK, and of course we were all hoping for a DK centric game, but we did end up getting uh, Mario versus DK, and then the F Zero one was actually an interesting twist. 
uh, that it was like a BR game. F-099, I think is what they're calling it, right? Yeah, which was like Tetris 99, very similar. Yeah, and people, people have been loving it. From what I've seen, people have been loving it. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, it's not what people were... I guess it's not what people wanted, but I people are loving it from what I've seen online. So, uh, the only thing is it is exclusive for Nintendo Switch Online subscription. Yeah, yeah you, so, you do not have to have an online account to, to play that game. And I actually might give it a chance. I, I love that Zero um as zero gx being the last obviously the last one we played which was i remember being super hard <laughs> but enjoyed it nonetheless and the n64 one i actually still play on my switch i think i i've done the king cup joker cup and it's the controls are a little bit more sensitive than on the, on the n64 but as zero man i i just it's good good stuff yeah there was also some games uh that really Weren't for me, but I thought, you know, maybe Mark, maybe these will catch Marcus's eye a little bit more, which were, let's see here, Saga Emerald Beyond uh, and Unicorn Overload. Oh, dude, thank you. Oh, man, that was the one straight up that I am most excited for. <laughs> when I saw, and I, and I shit you not, when they were showing it, I said, is this it? I was like, is, is, is this what I think it is? Is this what I think it is? And then they kept like, they, and then obviously the characters wasn't, you know, or like, not the characters were, but I saw the gameplay and then I saw the way they were moving. I said, this is it. I was like, is this Ogre Battle? Is this Ogre Battle? That's all I kept telling myself. And then they hit me with the uh, uh, bringing, what, how did they say it? I, I want to do it. I want to say it correctly. They're like, Akla, the return of, I, I want to say it correctly because they put Atlas Avanillaware present the rebirth of tactical fantasy RPGs. I said, oh, my, I, I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I said, here it is. I said, like, give it to me. Say it. Say it. I was like, they're going to partner with Vanillaware. And then they gave me Unicorn Overlord. And I was like, that's okay. That's okay. I, I appreciate spiritual successors. <laughs> but this one, I was super excited for. You have no idea. No idea that like I saw this and I said this is day one for me. This is gonna play. I I've been begging for an ogre battle type game. This seems to be like the spiritual successor from Atlas to Ogre Battle. Mm -hmm. If they wanted to roll with this and you know Unicorn Overlord and just kind of give us just go roll with this name continuing forward or give me an Ogre Battle sixty four remake with the same concepts, I'm fine with that. I really took that last line where it said the return of of, of fan tactical fantasy RPGs. Like this is not the first one. That there's an, there's going to be more to come. So I'm I'm hoping for for Ogre Battle to for all those mechanics, the system, everything to come to play. But this one's a definitely definitely day one buy for me. And I was super excited about that one. That's the one that I was just beyond ecstatic about. You also did mention Saga Emerald Beyond. Real the quick, it says, real quick, it says Atlas and Vanillaware present the rebirth of tactical fantasy RPGs. That's what it is mm -hmm. for word. Yeah, so, the rebirth. Hell so hell yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and again, and I've and I I've always been clamoring for Ogre Battle, Ogre Battle, and that's to this day is to one of my most wanted games so obviously maybe there, there's gonna be like a focus on it again there's going there's going to be some sort of they're they're gonna do something they're gonna do more and i think i'm i don't think i know i'm just ecstatic about that and again whether it's more unicorn overlord or whether it's ogre battle i i'm just give me more of the of that genre because that's always been one of my favorite genres like ever so 
that was actually my most exciting announcement of, of, out of all of these. Princess Peach being a, a very close second, and then of course the last one that they rolled with. But I'll get more into that in a bit. But yeah, so you the other one you mentioned. Go ahead. You're gonna say something. I was just gonna say uh, that uh, Emerald Beyond was the other one I mentioned. I was just gonna kind of throw that in, throw that in, and say uh, what you thought about that one. What what appealed? This one I think appealed a little bit more to me than the Unicorn one because uh of the classes yeah i thought thought that looked real cool and actually i think it was the second one that came out i was like oh okay there's marcus's class (laughs) and then later they showed like that there was a mech character and i was like oh never mind (laughs) there's marcus's class but what do you think about this one emerald beyond it the saga series it's it's a traditional rpg in this sense and i know the classes you love classes and i think of the brave default when it came to like over 20, 30 classes, you can customize your, your characters and stuff like that and really bring them to life. I know that's something you've always enjoyed. Saga Emerald Beyond, it's no different. I, I've always enjoyed anime style, especially RPG style games as well. And the Saga series, I think it's only going to, I don't think this is going to have a physical release. This is more, I believe, a Nintendo eShop release. But nonetheless, I know the Saga series is very popular, so it's, it's going to do well. And this one's actually... Um, on my watch list and it's more so because i know there's other games in the series first and i would like to play those first first and foremost okay was there anything else i kind of caught right before i kind of uh the 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 only other thing and it might be weird that i'm kind of just like throwing it in there but uh, detective pikachu also did get a little bit of a look and the only reason i kind of this is a little under the radar for me is because uh i've never played a detective pikachu game before i know there's been one what one other one or has there been more than that there's been one on the DS, 3DS, one of yeah. them. Yeah, so I really don't know what to, what to expect. Uh, the last time that they did a, something a little different, it was fun, which to me was like, let's go. It was main series-esque, but the mechanics of the game were a little different than just... Uh, it was a lot more go mechanics, and it was you know a main series game mechanic. Uh, visually beautiful. This game looks like it could be interesting. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'll probably buy it at some point, but I'm not sold. Like, I need to buy this day one. Like, I'm not. I don't have that enthusiasm of like a normal Pokemon game, main series Pokemon game, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it is Pokemon. Anything Pokemon, I'm going to look at. I'm going to, you know, uh, probably check it out at some point or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. The only other thing was uh, there was a. A spy family game, right? Like an Anya. Yeah, I did see game. that. That came like, out of nowhere. I was like, huh? Like, I didn't even think exactly out of nowhere. So I was kind of like, oh wow, like you know, they're they're getting into the the anime game too and stuff like that. So uh, th- that was cool. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything else really. Battle Crush was the biggest one for me. Uh, I mentioned everything else that I have notes of here. We got uh, before we get into like the the big one. There was also Super Mario RPG. Uh, which we already knew this was coming, right? Yeah, yeah. They they announced, they announced the last time, which was the big announcement. The last time they had a direct, I believe, but they showed more. They showed more of some RPG. If you never played the the one for the Super Nintendo, which again holds up beautifully because of the art style, just lends itself. And people might even prefer the OG to this one. Believe it or not, it's one of those games where it it just holds up through and through. But Genos, of course, they always highlight. They have to highlight Gino. Um, they have to highlight. I forgot his name, but it's the cloud guy. It's the guy with the clouds. But it's the interactive turn-based 
battle system that's always been a lot of fun and the, being the been one of the appeals to this game. Not only that, it's the characters. The characters, the enemies they show off are just so unique. The character designs are just mind blowing, and to actually see them in three D is is just awesome. And this even plays into into the last announcement, which I'll get more into uh, in a bit. Where as far as character designs, where they they're not so superficial, they're not so bland and recycled. This one is just a it, they're they're gonna knock it out of the park, hands down. Yeah, before we get into the last one, and uh, I'll just throw out some of the the other things that were announced. And stop me if you want to like uh, expand on them a little bit more. We had uh, Tomb Raider remastered one, two, and three. So like a little collection. There was some kind of rhythm game, Super Crazy Rhythm Castle. We also did get uh, let's see, Trombone, uh, War Tales, a game called War Tales, Contra, Operation Galuga announcement. Uh, Let's see, you talked a little bit about Luigi's Mansion. Uh, it's getting an HD, F-Zero. Oh, yeah. they, they, um, they need to release the whole series on Switch because that series is super underrated. Nobody talks talks about it as much as they should, but that's a fun game through and through. I was really happy that they announced the, the Luigi's Mansion 2 HD. So, again, I think this time we have three. I think we have one already. So I think, there are, I think this is the last one missing. I think this is the last one missing. Uh, another one was uh, that looked interesting was Song of Nunu, a League of Legends story. You know, I know there's huge, a huge fandom of League of Legends. So I thought, oh, okay, another League of Legends uh, thing coming out. So th- that's pretty exciting. Uh, WarioWare? New- is this new or is this a remake? WarioWare, I think this is a new series a new series in the WarioWare series. If you never played the WarioWare games, they're, they're a bunch of like 8 to 10 second minigames that you got to do while progressing through... I guess the the puzzle system map going on in the background, but they're they're fun, they're appealing, they're you know the mini games are super fun, and this would actually be one of those games. I'm surprised our friend group never really picked up, considering that it's just a bunch of mini games. It's all it is. But who can do these mini games the best and progress and win? You know, whereas in Mario Party you're given like 30 to 60 second games. No, these are like eight seconds, and you go, you go, you go, you go, and you only have like two seconds to like rest between mini games. They're a lot of fun if you never played them. I, I've actually never played the game, but I know uh, I know of them because there's like that little thing where like it happens in. Is it in Smash? Yes, 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 yes. Where, where like it all of a sudden it'll say like jump or or you know different little things that it'll make us do or whatever. Uh, so I know of it from there. Uh, they also did say that the very last I think uh, wave for Mario Kart, right? Eight? Yes. The, fi- the final wave. The final wave. So, uh, I mean, what are, that tells you, you know, finally maybe they're looking at making another one instead of yeah. just the support. I mean, the support for this one has been amazing, but oh yeah, uh, ten uh, years in the making. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. There also was a new map uh, teased for Among Us. So the f- the fungal is what it's called, <laughs> which just made me laugh. Uh, but there was a couple other little things, but nothing, you know, those were the ones kind of that stood out more to me. Uh, and then we get into the last announcement. I'll no, let no. you take it. Be, oh. before, before you get into the last announcement, there were two other ones that did appeal to me. And one that I, I might never play, but I just did want to highlight. And it's obviously the first, the first announcement of Nintendo Direct is probably is going to be the second most popular announcement of the direct and then the, obviously the last announcement is what what they anticipate being like the, the top top 
they opened they did open up with Splatoon 3, their expansion pass, remember the side order DLC? Yeah. And they showed they showed more of that. Dude, and every time they showed it, I've always just been amazed. And I was just like, look at this. The designs, the designs of, of the characters look amazing, but it's the setting. And I think that's the appeal for me. It's the colors and the setting and the way they made it, especially if you if you kind of look at like the two minute, two two minute, twenty-three second mark, whatever. Real dystopian with all the white. I just I thought the visuals looked stunning. So I did want to highlight that. I, I might never play this game, and I guess one of the reasons being is just because I don't really know anybody who plays it. I wouldn't have anybody to play with. But have you it, ever played Splatoon before? I think Ricky is the only one who had part one years ago, and Ricky did let me play on this thing. And I remember having a blast, a lot of fun. But if they're, it, this looked good. And like, she's, what is it, the main character's, yeah, she's painting stuff, but she's using her, her, her paint gun to annihilate enemies. And all of a sudden, Splatoon is not just a, a battle online, cover everything on the floor, and now it becomes a, Let's shoot the hell out of these enemies, and you know it's a, it became it became a third person shooter in <laughs> yeah. Splatoon, which I thought was great. <laughs> yeah, and what stands out so much about this uh, DLC is I think in a game that is so largely centered around vivid color and you know everywhere paint, uh, you know the the neon colors and stuff like that, you know the absence of it. And then going, choosing to go like with this palette with more like the white, gray, very soft. Like it, it stands out in a world of color, like very, very much. Yeah. <laughs> it looks appealing. Like if, if there was one, for, strangely enough, for me to actually even attempt or try, and, or if this game were 15, 20 bucks down the line, I, it looks, honestly, it looked good. And the DLC is, just looks very, very appealing. So to say the least. I think didn't they say that there's also going to be some kind of game mode where it's going to be like uh like roguelite where you're going to get to pick certain like buffs and stuff like that like a card system I think is what they showed really I don't, if I'm I don't not know. mistaken I I think so I'm, I I think I saw something like that I don't remember hmm. yeah I I think so I think that's how they were gonna like probably keep like the little combat and stuff interesting. You know, because that's an easy way to make, uh, you know, even if you play the same thing over and over with those kind of like different modifiers and stuff like that, you know, it keeps it fresh yeah. and gives a lot more replay value. So I, I, I want to say I saw something like that, but I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember either. Okay. So you said there was another thing besides this one. Yeah. The last thing, and this one was just more of a shout out than anything else. Um, there was a game called Another Code, Recollection, which is going to be a combination of two games. This particular um, game actually came out on the DS back in 2005, you know, now 15 years old at the time. I remember buying it, but never passing it, believe it or not. And reason being is because it was just, first, not what I really expected until I developed this, I guess now I have appreciation for these type of games. It wasn't a visual novel, but it was, it was, it was an adventure type game, point and click got to figure out the mystery type games. I don't really get into those type of games until honestly, I was like 20 years old and I started really appreciating those games. So we're getting these games again for the switch. You're getting part one and two, which when they came out uh, and again, I don't think people were very um, crazy about this, but I did get a sequel that did better than the first part. So I'm actually excited about these two. That's Again, it's called another code recollection. It's a point to click adventure. Yeah, you're going to be, um, you're going to play as the main character. She has to solve these mysteries going on 
uh, with her with her mom and her family and stuff like that in this giant mansion. So um, I just did want to highlight that just because it was something that looked very appealing. And it was, again, people kind of bash on remakes or whatever. But when it comes to the aftermarket, the secondary market, getting your hands on a lot of these games is going to be very, very tough. So I know Super Mario RPG, for example, or just a, a regular cartridge will cost you about 120 or 150 in great condition. And that's because the only way you can play that not in, non-emulated or not from a store is the Super Nintendo. That's the last time it was released physically. So I've always appreciated remakes. I've always, I've always appreciated remasters. Um, I've always, you know, people always say, oh, you have to play it. You have to play the old one, all these things. But when you're given the new remaster, the remake, obviously they have it with the quality of life, the story intact. You know, it should be the superior. I would expect them to make the remake or remaster the superior way to play a game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just I did want to highlight that. I just want to. Uh, get into that just a little bit but now with the last announcement like rico was saying the last announcement of a nintendo direct will always be the one that's usually the big big hitter and in this case i've always liked the and they didn't do it this time and it was something that i appreciate every time at the end of, uh, end of a nintendo direct isn't it okay well that's all for today thank you for joining us he goes but wait we have one more announcement and then that's like oh okay, okay. It, I, I lose my mind every time they do that like no come on give it like i salivate at, at, at everything these people say and this time the guy didn't do it like uh he was just like oh, this is our last announcement so thank you for joining us and then he snapped his fingers and i was like hey i was like where's that other cool thing y'all always do you know what i mean like i i, I they always do it and this time i noticed that they didn't you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? The okay, well, thank you for joining us. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, but wait, the, the, one the more. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Oh, I got you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I I appreciate that. So and they're never, they're never, they probably won't ever hear you know a little little guy you know from over in South Texas saying something like that. But I appreciate so Nintendo. If anybody ever hears about that or whatever, know that I appreciate that little teaser every time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, so the last thing we got, and at first I was like. I saw it and I said, "Oh my God, is is that what I think it is?" And I said, "Oh shoot, it's Paper Mario." But then they kept they kept showing. And I was like, and as soon as I saw the house, I said, "Is that is that, is that thousand year door?" And then they kept showing more. I was like, "Yeah." Dude. I was like, "Oh my God!" I just lost my mind when when they said Rogueport. They started showing off the characters. It looks amazing. And I know the re- the reason it's such a big deal is because the Paper Mario series had always been a a I don't want. I don't want to say successor, but I guess that that would be the appropriate term. The Paper Mario series has always been a successor to the uh, Super Mario RPG. It's one of those where the gameplay mechanics does have that real-time interactive gameplay. You know, you 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 press you mash the faster you mash A, the more damage you'll do. If you press B at the precise moment, you're going to do more damage. You have to block. You know, you have to do all these things during the 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 attack cycle. So when Paper Mario came out, part one, Paper Mario is one of my favorite games of all time. Paper Mario 2, Thousand Year Door, also one of my favorite games of all time. But then when they came, when they, the, I remember Sticker Star came out and I was super excited when Sticker Star came out. I, I skipped Super Paper Mario because that one kind of, that one came out for the Wii and they kind of tried to break the mold a little bit. And I didn't really like what they did where it was more of a 2D type thing with that Paper Mario. So I didn't count that one. So then sticker star came out and i was like oh awesome right but then they went away from what made paper mario paper mario we liked we liked the traditional rpg mechanics and sticker star started doing something with the stickers color splash started doing something with the color splash the origami king which is which was the first one that came out for the switch kind of tried to go back to that but the origami king didn't really hit as much as 
as people wanted it to. I know their reviews were kind of, they were okay. It was still a good game, 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10. But nothing like what it was supposed to be where you had the first two Paper Mario games. So the fact that we're getting a thousand year door and a remake at that, and again, I said, right, when it comes to remakes that you would expect them to be the way they're meant to be played. And this game looks amazing. It looks gorgeous. The character designs have always been unique. And when I say that, it's because all the other Paper Mario games that have come out, it looks like they just recycle Toads and gives Toads a different color palette. No, this one, they give personality. They put helmets. Each Goomba looks different. You have big Goombas, small Goombas. You have Toads with big faces, small faces. You have uh, Boos that look all kinds of different ways. The color palette's just amazing. The Yoshis and everything about it, it has that uniqueness and originality that makes Paper Mario that much fun. So... When they showed it off, obviously, people were excited. People were losing their minds. And then, of course, you had people, oh, another remake. But come on. You know, the GameCube Thousand Year Door is a prime example of it being only available, only available last time on GameCube for a premium price of 150 You know what I mean? For Like, if you want to play it, good luck spending that much and getting into it. So we're getting Super Mario uh, Thousand Year Door. I hope that means we're, there's more to come. I'm not sure if that means, you know, and the reason I'm saying is because we did, we are getting Super Mario RPG also. Paper Mario was, I always, I think some sort of the fandom had always considered that to be the spirit successor. So the fact that we're getting both of them, I don't know if that means that we're, we might get some more RPG coming down later on the road. If this Paper Mario is going to be something else for set for the Paper Mario universe. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's. The last time Paper Mario had a crossover was with their, their DS games which was super mario uh it was like a super mario rpg for the ds games which kind of which kind of like bowser's inside story being one of those examples which were also super fun games mario and their rpg genre has always been just amazing they've always done a good job but now we have three different mario rpg ip type things paper mario bowser's or i forget what that's called it's not called bowser's inside story but it's the ds version and then some more rpg so i'm kind of curious to see where nintendo goes with all these maybe they make them into one maybe they just start making one huge super mario rpg grand adventure that's going to be you know 100 hours long imagine but we'll see we'll see going down the line but nonetheless i was super excited super ecstatic i know a lot of people even missed the the thousand year door on gamecube for whatever reason so this would be a great chance for people to play it all in all, personally, I thought it was a really great Newtown Direct. Solid 8 out of 10, like, through and through. I had no expectations. And maybe that's why I was actually pleasantly surprised about a lot of things. But there were at least, at least five or six games that I said, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a yes, that's a yes, that's a yes, that's a yes, that's a yes. You know what I mean? So good, good things all around, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I I thought so too. It was a uh, very enjoyable, a little bit of stuff for everybody. Very heavily, you know, Mario universe centric, but uh, it was great nonetheless. Absolutely, it was great. Uh, and you know, uh, with we do have a couple of things upcoming that are going to be pretty exciting this week in particular. You know, we have uh, uh, on Game Pass alone. Uh, it should be a good week for us because we have uh, Lies of P coming mm-hmm. on Monday, which is yeah tomorrow already. Uh, which the scores and the reviews have been pretty good. Uh, so we'll be playing that, I'm sure, tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, we have a game called Party Animals, which is like a, you know, a little party game that I think hopefully our group uh, will be able to get into and play together. It reminds me very much of... Uh, what's this last one we played? 
The one with uh, the little monos and we punch each other and, and stuff. Among, um, not Among Us. It's um, not Fall Guys, not Among Us. It's, um, oh my God, dude. It's where we used to grab them and just smack, 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 and then you knock them out and throw them off the roof. Uh, <laughs> what's it called, dude? Um, and I still, I even, I even still have it downloaded on my thing, on my Xbox. Uh, it, it doesn't, uh, oh my god, dude, it's um, it's it's there, but it won't. Gang beast, gang beast, gang beast. On my computer, I was typing G, 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 G. I was like, I know it's G, it's G, it's G. <laughs> yeah, gang beast. So, uh, it, it's gonna be, it seems like it's gonna be that type of game. Uh, so that that will be a fun one again. That's going to be on the twentieth, which is Wednesday, and then at the end of the week uh, or the the next day, Thursday, uh, Payday Part Three, which I think could be a sleeper because I know we all like we like playing games together. We like playing games that are on Game Pass because we don't have to pay for them. Well, so we pay for Game Pass, so we don't have to pay the full price of a game. Uh, and there is an aspect of shooting, so. You know, we'll, we will get to be shooting stuff and stuff and, and, and things like that. So I think that's a sleeper game that we might we might be able to play together, maybe. So, I mean, just with those three alone, I think there's a lot of potential for the week in gaming. Uh, I don't know about you, man, but I, 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 I'm bringing it up because I heard somebody gaming. Like, is it me? And somebody said on the Internet, is it me or is this one of like, the greatest years in gaming in recent history? And I was like, you know, 2023, 2022 has been really good. <laughs> yeah, you know, there and we talked about it what like a week or two ago, and I said, man, like, how do you think? How do you think this game, like this year, is shaping the shaping up? You know, because there was a lot of hype about this year and how it was gonna. You know, we kind of, I wouldn't say suffered, but we kind of endured last year because this year was going to be the big one and you know we talked about like this thus far it's been great and we still have so many things to go you know uh starfield i still haven't gone back and given it a another go but you know a lot of people got really into it uh you know we have liza p coming uh pokemon got some dlc uh we have some mario games coming out uh spider-man's coming out we got resident evil uh, getting DLC, you know, just for the stuff that we've been talking about uh, today. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been a great year. Oh, and, yeah. uh, the, you know, there's already hype starting to build for next year, too, with some of the announcements we've gotten. So we'll see. Still no news about uh, Elden Ring DLC, though. That's another one I'm looking forward to and, you know, just trying to keep my my eyes on. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's, I was actually going to mention, I was 2022, did give us Elden Ring and Stray and some of those other ones. But if we're, and if we're for those, it'd be kind of, I don't want to say, you know, kind of let down, but it's a par, you know what I mean? And 2022, at the end, I know you and I, I remember doing a, a podcast on it where we were just like, 2023, it's here, it's coming, it's coming. And we were just hyping it up for ourselves because of all the stuff coming out. And I think it's delivered. I would have to go back and see exactly which games we went, went and played or were super hyped about and kind of got through. Well, so. I mean, I have a list here in front of me. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate, uh, the new, I mean, the remake of Resident Evil, Xenoblade, got the DLC, we got a new Street Fighter, new Diablo, uh, Sea of Stars, uh, Persona 4 Golden. Uh, those are just the ones that are rated highly. Yeah. You know, we got uh, the Mortal Kombat just came out. Uh, 
you know, th- there's a lot of stuff. You know, 2K for the ratings and some of the bad stuff. You know, that's a huge fan base also that, you know, loves the sports games. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff out there. Just between, honestly, between Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate, like, huge, huge games. Mm-hmm. And there's people even, even, even saying that those two will be in contention for a game of the year. And people, there's even people saying Baldur's Gate will take it. And, and to those people, I say, hell no. Nah, I'm, I'm biased, obviously, right? But um, I'm still playing Baldur's Gate. I've actually been playing, when I'm not playing Zelda for two or three hours, I do get on my computer and play Baldur's Gate for of an hour you know especially when i'm talking about rico or omar or whatever and when i'm when I playing on the computer it's a lot of fun dead space was another one that was early in the year that was people played a lot of uh let's see wukong wulong you played that one right i played actually i got through half of it i never actually beat it wulong sifu oh sifu was already out though right i guess it's just uh yeah. they were they were they came out on xbox and pc uh let's see minecraft legends dead island 2 that's true i played dead Island 2 jedi survivor was supposed to be good i never did pick that one up uh advanced wars but those were remakes hogwarts we played hogwarts both of us yeah we played the crap out of hogwarts let's see that game game i was a little kind of disappointed with the uh with the support for it after we were done playing the game yeah, they kind of real early on. Like they kind of said, like, "Oh, this is it. Like we're not gonna do anything else. If anything else, we're gonna use what we learn and make another game that's even better." So I yeah, think that's the direction they're gonna go with, yeah, yeah. I, they kind of they kind of put that out. They kind of hinted at that. So it's it sucks when you kind of like now we kind of expect like, "Oh, okay. Well, what else are they gonna give us?" But immediately they started working on the next thing. Yeah. So there was that uh, Pikmin. Pikmin was also. When they came out, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pikmin. Pokemon Sleep? Game changer. Remnant? Yeah. Remnant Part 2 was big there for a while. I still haven't finished it. And then plus here, the more recent ones in August was Baldur's Gate. Uh, Blasphemous 2. I've heard a little bit about that one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We had our little fun with that. Uh, Immortals of Avium. Armored Core. That's another one. Armory, yeah, which I still haven't gone to, which is strange because I was supposed to get that one first instead of Baldur's Gate, but for whatever reason. Yeah, that one just hit hard, man. Uh, let's see. Scarlet and Violet, Monster Hunter Now. That's true, Monster Hunter Now. Do you, are you interested in that at all? It's like, like Pokemon Go and Pikmin Bloom and stuff like that, but now there's a Monster Hunter one on, on, no, on the phone. I don't think I've ever... I don't think so. Again, the only that that's Monster Hunter is one of those games where you and I, I, I think we both really try to get into them, and you know, and every time they release one, we're like, yeah, this is a, this is the day, this is the day, and nope. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't happen for us, huh? Yeah, because there's always something else that either comes out or um, you know, something else always comes into play that really just kind of takes our focus away from it. So, no, to no fault, no fault, but anybody's own. Yeah, and then what's upcoming here, like I mentioned, Liza P, uh, Party Animals, Payday. Then we still have stuff like, at least for this year, uh, Assassin's Creed is coming. Detective Pikachu's coming back. Uh, we're getting uh, Lords of the Fallen looks really hype. Uh, let's see, what else? Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Spider-Man 2, uh, Alan Wake 2, Ghost Runner 2. 
WarioWare, Modern Warfare 3, the new Modern Warfare 3. Uh, we're getting uh, the Persona games, Super Mario RPG. And then for December, I think right now all I see is uh, Dragon Quest and Avatar, the new Avatar game. Which for me, it's okay because the faster, I would really like to get to my backlog. Yeah, right. All, all 50 games. Yeah, so I mean, it has been, it has in fact been a very great year for gaming. And uh, right now, I know in particular, I mean, anytime we have Pokemon and Zelda, I'm sure both of, we're both like happy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're actively playing those games, it's, that, that's easy for us. And then, plus, of course, you and I share Overwatch, and we both have our other games that we like to play in the background. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's not hard, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Now, now when we have those. <laughs> yeah, and again, um, Anytime you have your favorite games, it's kind of really easy to go back and replay those if you ever really wanted, right? But I know when it comes to our backlog, like it's like, hey, you know, let's let's try to try to get into it. What what would you say is your most pressing game in your backlog right now? Like that like, you want to play, but you're just like, uh, event, like I'm coming, I'm coming. Let me just finish what I'm doing, and I'm play, I'm gonna play you. Oh man, oh man, there's a lot. Um, I don't first know. Thing that, first thing that pops up. First thing that pops in your head. No, honestly, nothing really, because I have so much. I, um, I have just a lot, and I, I'm kind of looking back at my games right now, and I have a lot, dude. <laughs> and it, it's in, it's in any, it's like not in any particular order. And it sucks because there's even games where I want to go back and replay and stuff like that. But it's like, damn, I don't, honestly, I couldn't answer your question because there's just so much. I never even got through Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I haven't gone through Fire Emblem Engage. I haven't gone through. Um, there's even like Catherine that I, even, I haven't even got through, uh, gone through. There's just a bunch of games, man, that I just I would really like to get through them. But to, I, I don't know, man. Good question. Yeah, for me, I'm I'm still playing Remnant, so I want to finish that one. But the one I want to go back to, once I kind of like clear out everything I'm playing for right now, is uh, probably Cyberpunk. I want to go back and play Cyberpunk. Finish it. Mm, nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of wraps up the, the news and stuff. Anything else you want to throw in there before I go to the hero heroes of the week? No, no, that's, that's everything for me. Okay, so for, for th- this week, for the heroes of the week, we had, uh, you know, the, the writer strike and all that is still ongoing. Uh, and a lot of celebrities now have started to, like, kind of show their support and get into it with this, uh, you know, s- just supporting the people that are striking and at risk, you know, of... Uh, with a job security and all that kind of stuff. And I came across a post on Twitter that says actors, writers, and directors are collaborating on a charity auction with proceeds going towards helping crew members whose healthcare benefits are currently at risk during the strike. And this is through eBay. And there's a lot of like fun interaction kind of things that you can do like with this, uh, with this, uh, charity stuff. So some of the things like I was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Some of them is uh, some of them are like just little products and and collectibles and stuff like that, which I'll get into here at the end. But like some of the fun ones I saw was like uh, you can do a a zoom if for for two thousand twenty five dollars. Of course, like, you know, this is not like just this is not cheap. Like they're they're expensive, but still like some of them are fun for two thousand twenty five dollars. You can have a zoom with the cast of New Girl. Uh, which includes Zoe, Lamorne, Hannah, Max, and Zoe. Uh, which, so, so, you know, if you're a huge fan of uh, the show New Girl, 
and you have like extra income to be able to do this, you can talk to the stars from your favorite show on Zoom. There are some other interesting ones, like for $610, but this one is strictly for people in LA that have dogs. Adam Scott will walk your dog with you for an hour. So like, so like that's funny. Uh, there's also some with uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross will join you for dinner. There is a pottery class with uh, Busy Phillips in New York experience for two for you and her. Uh, Natasha Leone will help you solve the crossword puzzle in the New York Times for a day. This one, oh my goodness, when I read this one, this one's a thousand and fifty dollars currently. At least, well, maybe not currently, but at least at the time of this uh, tweet. Uh, John Lithgow will make a watercolor portrait of your dog for you. No. I was like, whoa, like, man, they're going crazy with some of these things. And there's also one that featured like a little mentorship with a, with a, some filmmaker. Let's see who was it. Uh, Ali Pankyu, which who I'm not familiar with, but you know, a one hour virtual directing mentorship. Uh, then into the merch. Oh, this was another funny one. David Crumholtz will serenade you on Zoom. There's a ticket to the 2024 Film Independent Spirit Awards. Uh, and then getting into some of the merch uh, and collectibles that I saw here. Uh, there is a DVD signed by director Rion Johnson. Glass Onion soundtrack signed by Nathan Johnson. There's actually quite a few things from the Harley Quinn series. A poster signed by Kaylee Cuoco. Uh, Valentine's Day poster signed by her as well. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure script signed by cast and screenwriters. Wow. So if you're Bill and Ted fans, like, that's, that's crazy. Uh, and then what else do we have here? Stranger Things poster signed by the Duffer Brothers. Uh, some Funko Pops, one of the Hulk signed by Mark Ruffalo. Uh, some Rick and Morty stuff. Yeah, so there's some real cool stuff in here. Right, and this is through eBay. If you go through to uh, eBay... Ebay.com forward slash E forward slash charity. Uh, you'll see some of these things here. It's called the Union Solidarity Coalition. So not just these people that are directly involved like in this, but uh, also the people that are helping in any sort of way, like with this strike. You know, they're thinking of these people that are fighting for what they think is fair, but also at risk with job security, financial and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, good on them for supporting you know, their, their co-workers and stuff like that. And, and, uh, you know, seeing that they need help and they need support at this time and are helping them in any ways that they can. And just, I, I just highlighted this because I thought some of those were interesting, you know, getting to walk your dog, uh, with one of your favorite actors or having a uh, Lithgow make you <laughs> a watercolor portrait of I'm, your dog. I'm, you I'm looking at it right now and I'm like, Oh my God. That's because some of these like, some of these have a lot of bids. Look at the, the what is it? The cast of Bob's Burgers will sing you a song written just for you, and that one's like at seven thousand. This one's at ten thousand. Where David Cross and Bob um, Odenkirk will join you for dinner. For Eliza, dinner? What? <laughs> oh my God! I, I've I didn't I didn't realize this was a thing, and now I'm looking at them, and I'm just like, dang. <laughs> oh, yeah, nuts. there's some cool stuff in there, right? So. I mean, and people, and people are bidding, man. But again, I, I guess I, mean, I wouldn't have the money for these things. Yeah, not even the Harley or the the Harley, the Harley stuff. One, that, the Harley one's nice. Yeah, that's that's the cool thing. That that was the one I saw. Which I was like, oh, maybe Marcus would would like something like that. But oh, 
You know, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's, that, that one's at 570, which isn't too, too crazy. Yet. Yet. But there's several posters. There's several Harley posters that are, that are going for about five. And again, there's still five days left. So, jeez, man, that's crazy. Yeah, so good on these people for, like, not just supporting, but making it creative, too. And making it, like, an experience or uh, using, like, memorabilia and collectibles and stuff like that to kind of, like, for a good cause, you know? We're always about doing stuff for a good cause and stuff like yeah. that. So good on them, the, these, these, uh, these actors, writers, directors, everybody that's supporting in their own way, you know, are our heroes of the week. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's it. So uh, want to just sign us out? Yeah. So again, thank you for joining us for another awesome, uh, fun week in news, all the way from the NBA to One Piece to the Nintendo State of Play. Uh, we discussed a lot. We talked about a lot. So we hope you guys let us know about what you all think about everything going on in entertainment. If you haven't checked out last week's stuff, we and last week's stuff actually was just a lot of rumors and stuff that we talked about today so but nonetheless we did talk about you know there was a little bit of anime there's a little bit of tv movies and games more or less kind of like what we're doing as well so if you want to take a sneak peek at that and go ahead and give that a listen to otherwise thank you guys for joining us and like always you have a good night